Hello out there on Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review podcast on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. I'm your host, Halloween. I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Introduce yourselves. I'm Adam. And I'm Maestro. This week, to celebrate our nation's birthday, we're watching 1996's Independence Day. Yeah! Yeah! America! Thank yeah. you. But before we get into the usual fares, we got an iTunes review from Sparks Radio Podcast. Ooh. It's titled, Not Your Average Movie Review Podcast. Oh. And it says, dude, digging the hell out of this show. I think I disagree with everything Hollywood says, <laughs> and yet I'm entertained. <laughs> strong opinions make for a strong show. Check it out. Nice. Thank you to uh, Sparks Radio Podcast for leaving that review. If you want to join the Sparks Radio Podcast and leaving an iTunes review for us, that would really help the show out. Also, Sea Salt, our listener who requested a few movies for us a while back, yep. he left us a message on the Spoilers Facebook. Oh, right, right, right. He says, couple of things. One, found your page. Yay. 2A. <laughs> 2A. But there's no 2B. Oh, okay. Oh. 2A. Petty officer, remember we brought up uh, Rihanna's a petty officer, but we yeah, don't know what yeah. she is. Petty officer or PO is a non-commissioned officer in many native natives. I'm reading copy. Okay, exactly how it is, and is given the NATO rank denotation OR-6. They are equal in rank to sergeant in the British Army and Royal Air Force. A petty officer is superior in rank to leading rate and subordinate to chief petty officer in the case of the British Armed Forces. Number three, chess. chess. Yes. It's just chess, like the game. Okay. That was his third point. Oh. Because the second point was defining a petty officer. His third point is just chess. All right. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Thanks for the message, Seesaw, and uh, we'll continue to go through your list of movies that you sent us to review. Oh, yes. Now we're on to the regular show. 1996's Independence Day, directed by Roland Emmerich, who did Stargate. Yeah. That shitty Godzilla remake. Which one? The one with Matthew Broderick. Okay. Uh... Day After Tomorrow. All right. 2012. Oh. And it stars <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, who's making his return after the very yeah. first episode. Malcolm. Jurassic Park, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> and now changing his apartments. Changing his what? He's on oh, apartments.com. He's the. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. The, oh. He got old really fast. Yeah. Like super old. No, it's just it's just the hair, man. He looks the same. No, but he looks a lot older because yeah, of that hair. If you watch any of those shitty Wes Anderson movies, he ages bad. He's like in every Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Man. This movie also stars Bill Pullman, not to be confused with Bill Paxton. Ah, People right. always confuse those two. Is that right? Oh. Yeah. Ah, Bill Paxton is alien. Yeah. It's over, yeah. man. Yeah, game, game over, over man. man. Bill Paxton, <laughs> uh, he is the only person in movie history to have been killed by a predator, an alien, and a Terminator. I can see Bill Paxton getting confused with... Bill Pullman? No. no. The, uh, the, oh, shit. He's the other guy. He's from uh, that movie Choke, which was the sequel. Uh, Sam Rockwell? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Oh, okay. They have a similar look, vibe, okay. kind of attitude. Yeah. I can see them getting confused. Es but especially Rockwell in The Green Mile, when he's that crazy fucking yeah. guy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> jumping all over the walls. <laughs> uh, Mary McDonnell, who I think is the first lady. Okay. And Vivica A. Fox. Well, and, that's, is that Will Smith's? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. His stripper wife. This um, strip. What? Not... Yeah, or not wife. His yeah, he, but... eventually that becomes his wife. <laughs> All right, we'll get to it. When yeah. the movie. let okay. me do the brief synopsis. <laughs> the aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. I'm assuming everyone in this room has seen this movie, right? Oh, yes. yes. You're an American times. born in the '80s, right? Yes. So <laughs> that must have been us. I was born in the '80s. Yeah, you were born in the '80s. I was. I'm saying us three. 
Americans who were born in the 80s, we must have seen this movie. Wait, and, unless Maestro got inside of some sort of sarcophagus and traveled 100 years into the future. Oh, the shadow. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait we're, we're, we're still not sure if he did. Yeah. At least I don't think. I don't know. Check the shadow out. Yeah. Um, so, this movie opens on July 2nd. You know, you know what? I, I never realized this. This movie takes place over three days. Yeah. Yes. July 2nd, July 3rd, July 4th. Yes. All this happened in three days. I, I feel like you were this chipped? couldn't have happened in three days. I feel like everything oh, okay. that was happening, it should have happened oh, right. yeah, yeah. over a longer that, that makes course sense. of days. I don't know. It's especially based on our communication things. Like, well, it starts off with, uh, with the moon. Yeah, let's and do the synopsis. Yeah. We did the synopsis. We, I did the synopsis. That was the synopsis? Yeah. Holy crap. I read it already. Wait. Yeah, where it's like, Just like the movie. This this <laughs> this wave thing from outer space comes in and it only hits our satellites once it gets by the moon. Yes. I, f- I feel like <laughs> it, we we should have caught this out by by fucking Mars at least or yeah. something. Uh SETI, S E T I, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute. Their whole job is to find alien life. Yeah. And they only picked it up on the moon. It's on the moon. When when you can probably see the giant thing in the in the sky. Cuz if this, this thing is as big as they I mean one of the small ships is, is 15 miles wide. The, yeah, those are the city ships. Yeah, so the bigger ship... So the mothership... Had to be like almost the size of the moon. I would yeah. Say something that, that Or huge. bigger than Fucking the moon. Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> you, you that's like true. You could see that. Like, you could see it before you got the transmission. That's that city that needs some upgrades. Well, I remember <laughs> last week when we talked about Battleship, we, we compared a lot of Battleship to Independence Day. Oh, right. And in Battleship, they at least caught the alien life like way, way out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just outside of our moon. Uh, Do you think that maybe the only reason why they actually didn't catch it was because they were staying behind the orbit of the moon the whole time until right after that? That would be impossible to do. I was also thinking maybe they have some sort of like cloaking device or something. Which, if you do, why are you turning it off when you get to the moon? Just to, show up out of nowhere. Way to go, Hollywood. Taking it to the dark side. Welcome to my side, man. <laughs> well, no, but also, the I'm moon just... is orbiting around the Earth. So that means they're going in giant circles around around the Earth while hiding behind the moon the entire time? Yes. <laughs> All right, Robert Loja. Do you remember who he? Uh, he was in Over the Top, the Grandpa. Okay. The old, the old. Uh, he looked like he had really bad burned skin. Okay. He's like the four star general in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like uh, when Bill Pullman, not Paxton, when Bill Pullman's getting the plane, he's like, "I like to know what you're doing, Mister President." Yeah, yeah. He makes his return. Spoilers. And yeah. the dad from the Wonder Years is also another general. Yes. <laughs> so they call it in, and uh, they call President Lone Star. Bill Pullman. Yeah. Lone <laughs> Star. Spaceballs. Yeah. Bill Pullman, underrated, dude. I feel yeah, like man. he should have been bigger than Especially just because the of president. this movie. Yeah. This movie should have launched his career just because of his epic speech. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Yes. That's okay. fuck. Dude, Uh-oh. just thinking of that speech, I uh, my hair's stood <laughs> right? up. Just wanting to hear that speech again. And since July 4th is coming up. Yeah. I feel like. That's going to be a ringtone. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like wherever you are on July Fourth, you just play that on your on your phone. Just that speech. Everybody, just, everybody just stops, wa- hand over their heart, type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> pledge of allegiance. Before you light the fireworks, right? Play that speech. <laughs> Our Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're not an American. Yeah. But we'll get there. So we're introduced to President Lone Star. Uh, we get we get hit with all the main characters real quick. Yeah. We get introduced to President. Je- uh, Je- Bill Pullman. I was going to call him <laughs> Jeff Pullman. Pullman. Then we're introduced to Jeff uh, 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 Goldblum, who's, yep. like I said, he's back to the spoilers universe yeah, after yeah. episode one, Jurassic Park, and he's with a stereotypical Jewish father, Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was like super 
Yeah, I don't, I don't super stereotypes. Yeah, Jewy. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to say the word. But he wasn't Jewish. He was full blown Jew. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a halam, halam, halam. Oh me, ah, 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 ah. And he's famous because he yeah. was in the show Taxi. Right. I forgot his like, name. Oh, look at me like a shemuel. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of Yiddish words that yeah. he's uh, throwing in as well. And then uh, Harvey Firestein, <laughs> who was in Mrs. Doubtfire. He's the one who talked like this. He's yeah. Jeff Goldblum's boss. Yeah. I don't know how he gets any work. <laughs> that's, that's even, it's like, that's a really unique character yeah. to just have as a nothing. Like that, that, that's it's just like a background, yeah, like, there? Okay. couple lines guy. All right. But you have to admit, though, every time you see him in the movie, you can't forget the fact that he was in that movie. That's true. Yeah, it's very distracting. <laughs> that's, that's another way to put it. It's very distracting. In this movie, uh, I'll always remember Sagum, and he's, when I, I saw this when I was 12, and I was like, oh, that's the brother for Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Because he's the one who gets Robin yeah. Williams his, his suit and his right. mask yeah. and stuff. I got to call my mother. I got to call my lawyer. Ah, oh, forget my lawyer. <laughs> hey Oh. Shalom. Because he's also Jewish. Yeah. Uh, cousin Eddie from the vacation movies, Randy Quaid. Yeah. He, he's introduced as the, the drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The drunk who father. Who was uh-huh. allegedly abducted by aliens. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Do you think he was abducted by the same aliens who were invading Earth? That's a good question because a lot of the stuff that they were talking about didn't make sense to what he was saying. And and not only that, uh-huh. what ship got abducted him? They couldn't use a citywide ship because they have no. no I don't no think he was abducted. Cloak. I think he's just crazy as shit. <laughs> he's just he, a drunk. He got really drunk and he <laughs> passed out somewhere and something <laughs> happened. Only explanation is aliens. Yeah. Okay, you could say that. And or, I feel like those little jet, those little fighter pilot jet aliens yeah. were, ships are too small to. Yeah, plus they, they're they only like short distance from what they're saying in the movie. You couldn't go too far with it, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Although you can go to the moon. <laughs> that seems like a long distance to me. I'm, I'm not a scientist, but uh, you have to, you I feel have like to the think, moon's not down the street. You, you have to think in more of like distance of like planets, not in distance of like petrol. Right. The amount of distance you can cover from planet to like an orbiting satellite like the moon is insignificant to from one planet to the next. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but you need a lot of fuel to get out of our atmosphere. Well, that's concerning that they I'm, actually I'm use the same fuel. This is a 15-year-old ship. Yeah. Using... That's been off for 15 years. Yes. Oh, well, that's the ship later on down that's the road. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. All right, all but right. that's I, also... I have issues with that, okay, too. Right. Okay. Right. Don't worry. Right. And I have some answers for that, too. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oh man. This is going to be good. <laughs> I thought going into this, based on nostalgia, I thought we were going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that part? Instantly, we're already like, well, wait a minute. Why Why is it doing this? Yeah. Instantly. It was, It was. I think, I feel like the first act of the movie was was well done. Uh-huh. And it was, it, it, as far as building up to things, it was like, uh-huh. I feel like it was almost flawless. There's little things here and there that are a little weird, but for the most part, the first act, I think, was, uh, that should be taught in schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how I start off a movie properly. To yeah. set, kind of set things up. There's not a whole lot of exposition. It's all yeah. just kind of happening. Exposition is given to you pretty pretty brisk. Like you need to, right. you you're given enough information to and move the, forward, and it's done in a way where it's not obvious exposition it's or like, scroll text. Right, yeah, scroll there's text. no scroll text. Jesus Lovely Christ. scroll text. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, take that, George Lucas. Yeah, the mothership, which we think is as big as the moon, yeah. or maybe bigger than the moon, it launches these citywide 15 mile ships into our atmosphere, and they're covering all the major cities. In the world, in the world, so it covers Paris because it's covering the Eiffel Tower. Holy shit! It covers uh, uh, New York, Chicago, L.A. Uh, I think they said Miami, Houston, right. and and the way that they describe these ships being spread out, 
is like a game of chess. Oh, seesaw! What the hell? How is that well, possible? We did, well, we did say in Battleship that we we're going to watch. Oh, maybe that's what Day. chess is about. Then maybe that's what it's about. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was just like some sort of like crazy see the future <laughs> person. Like that's weird. Wasn't well, he a foreigner? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Seesaw. <laughs> yeah, he's from Australia. Yeah. And I think they did go over Australia. They did, because when they yeah. shot all the ships down, you see the opera house, the Sydney yeah. opera house, with a big fucking ship Made famous on top by of Finding it. Nemo. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it was a big thing. They had to fish. They were doing the... I still haven't seen that movie. No. I feel like that's... Don't, only be... Don't spoil it. <laughs> I feel like that thing was only made famous to you, Adam. No, it's just... I was making a joke. You... I missed it completely. <laughs> How do they know which city... Uh, which cities in each country is the most popular one? Well, they could be using um, the radio frequencies, which was how they were communicating with theirs. Oh, bouncing off the satellites? Yeah, bouncing off the satellites, see where there was the most um, mm-hmm. amount of uh, radio signals ex- ex- going through and out mm-hmm. from it. They, they had to have some sort of research because they also targeted the White House. Yeah. Which it, it, I I wouldn't think that you'd see a house in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. and be like... That's got to be a big deal. Yeah. No, it's just a, it's just a fancy-looking house. There's plenty of fancy-looking houses all over the place. Yeah. So they, maybe they did come 10 years ago to when they kidnapped Russell uh, Quaid and... Uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Or Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Well, Russell is, I think, is his name in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell, yeah. Russell P. Hagen or something. Yeah. Some hick name. So you want to just call him Eddie? Yeah. Maybe they did come all that time ago, and they did their research, and they figured us out. But not enough research to know, hey, the president's evacuating. Maybe we should fire our laser now. Yeah. But whatever, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, the way I see it is, these aliens have a tendency to think that they are w- way above the uh, everyone else on the in this on this Earth. Right. So they didn't think that one person could really do any damage. So that's my take on that. That's true. There's no there's no way for them to know of the speech that was coming, mm-hmm. and that they should stop it because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it would unite the world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, like you mentioned, Adam, he figures out a, a hidden code amongst our... He works for a cable company. He went to MIT, and he... I guess he's an engineer of some kind. Yeah. And he works... <laughs> he figures... He's like a big, like, um, uh, environmentalist. He wants to save the world. He's like, what what, 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 what are all these... Uh, he's, like, very Shatnery in this movie. Yeah, he's like, what, what are all these cans? Coke cans doing yeah. in the trash can? Yeah. Are you seeing this? And they're like, David, turn around. Uh, Harvey Firestein. <laughs> David, turn around. You don't watching? see what's happening. Yeah. And it's uh, pretty much our government admitting, hey, there's aliens. That's what those things are. In case right. you didn't know. Yeah. That there, uh, there's 15. I feel like if those things in our atmosphere at the same time, something should happen to our atmosphere. Shouldn't there be like sonic booms or oh, shouldn't something happen to us? Like, because that's a lot of maybe, th- maybe that's what those earthquakes are about. Because they didn't explain that at all either. Earthquakes? There was earthquakes. That's when you first see Will Smith. Oh, yeah. When they wake up. There was an earthquake and for like no reason. Oh, okay. And I, I thought that maybe that was a ship traveling overhead making mm-hmm. it quake. I'm like, but that why isn't it quaking the entire time? Yeah. The, yeah. Maybe that's the effect. Yeah, and they also look over that because Earthquake also revolves around L.A. and California. Also, <laughs> the... Uh, Go on. The, the, oh, see, these ships, they come, uh-huh. they come into the atmosphere mm-hmm. and they have like a cloud generator around them. Oh. <laughs> as, as, as they're first getting into position, before they get into position, they're just surrounded by a giant cloud that's also on fire somehow. <laughs> It could be exhaust, or it, but it's just, or maybe that's our atmosphere reacting to these giant ships entering our you know orbit. I don't know. I don't, it's just, it seems like a weird thing. It is because I understand you got to make it ominous. Oh, there's a big cloud, but well, why is there a cloud? Well, when you do enter around the entire fifty miles, <laughs> when you do enter the Earth's atmosphere, a lot if you're going at a certain amount of speed, it actually does catch certain things on fire, right? 
Yeah. But this is already hovering above the city. But it's a big it's a big object. The fire probably just didn't go out yet. And the clouds? The clouds are made from the steam being coming steam <laughs> from the atmosphere, uh, from the condensed condensed part of the clouds um, turning into steam. All right, Adam, you always mentioned that uh, if if a movie explains its rules, you'll buy it. Yeah. You don't with, with the clouds and entering atmosphere. You don't accept that. Yeah, that could happen. It's fine. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's just, it is a spaceship. I mean, uh-huh. nobody's really gonna know what they do. But yeah. I, I found the cloud thing a little weird. I, mean, I remember seeing it at the, when I was younger, be like that was that was pretty awesome. Like oh, a big cloud, and then it just starts emerging uh-huh. through the cloud. All like, oh, that's a spaceship. But now I'm watching like, why is the cloud there? <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, that's a cool effect. Yeah. Is that the but now, fir- but now I'm thinking, why why that effect? <laughs> is that the first thing that came to your mind about everything that was wrong with this movie? That that, that might have been the first actual like like what is it? Oh come on. Uh, that might be my first Elkhamon moment. <laughs> really? Clouds. But it's not worthy of turn-off. No. Yeah. It, it, this movie didn't have a turn-off moment. Oh, nice. It did not, but it did have a Elkhamon, <laughs> which is the cloud thing. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually you're going to see one of my favorite characters, and then we'll talk out, and I'll tell you what. Oh, it. also is another it... thing. While these ships are coming in, and all the civilians on the street, they're abandoning their cars. Uh-huh. They stop in the middle of the, of the street to get out of their car and just stand there while uh-huh. pile up, pile up, pile up. I feel like that, that doesn't happen. That can't... What... If you, if you want to look at something, pull over. You don't just stop exactly where you are in the middle of the street and then exit your car on, a, on the same busy street. Unless, of course, it's already at a standstill. That's true. But it wasn't. A fucking cop did it. <laughs> a cop stopped in the middle of the intersection and then got T-boned by, like, a Brinks truck. It's just true. So what's everybody looking at? A Why is everybody dr- getting so crazy? A bad driver. They're all bad drivers. What's this, this is D.C.? No. Uh, maybe that was New York. Maybe right? that was L.A. I don't know. Because yeah, L.A. is where we find out Vivica Fox and Will Smith are. Yeah, Will Smith is a captain. He's a fighter pilot in the Air Force, mm-hmm. and he's the head of the what are they? The Black Knights or the something Knight? Like that's their little name. Like okay, the, the yeah, Warriors yeah. Bastards. Like yeah, that's yeah. their name, right? Uh, Will Smith's crew. It's the something Knights. He's he's just trying to also sign up for NASA. That's what he's to be an astronaut, right? But somehow him dating a stripper is. Is impeding him. Okay, I, he's not. He's an astronaut. He's not like a preach preacher where he has to have like a strict moral code. You're just flying an, a spaceship. Wait, who cares they, who you're married to? Did they say that, that you, because you're gonna? No, you're it's tripping? it's it's hinted to because Harry Connick Jr., the annoying best friend, yeah, uh, who the one that proposed dies. to him, yeah. Uh huh. The one that proposed to Will yes. Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dolphin ring. Yeah. He uh he says. Once Will Smith reads the rejection letter from NASA, you're never going to fl- go into space if you're marrying a stripper. I didn't want to say it, but, you know, he had that kind of – it's it's kind of alluded to that that's the situation. But I feel like that shouldn't matter. I feel like the, her being a stripper had nothing to do with anything yeah. at all. It didn't need to be part of the movie. Yeah. She didn't have to be a stripper. No. Yeah. Not once did her ability as a stripper come into play. No. Everyone's job in the movie had a purpose. Will yeah. Smith's a pilot. He flies alien ship. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is a cable engineer. He figured out the signal. The president's the president. He gives a speech. Like Everybody's yeah. job that we're introduced to yes. serves a purpose. Even Cousin Eddie. He's a crop duster, so he knows how to fly a plane, right. which leads to later on. Why the fuck was she a stripper? There's no, there's what nobody. aspect of her job that, that, that was another, needed oh, to on. be introduced? Like, she could have just been a stay-at-home mom. Well, it's possible. Or a nurse or something. So, who cares? Yeah, a, a nurse. nurse would have made more a, sense. Yes, because she's she because <laughs> she gets the first lady later on and yes. like patches her up. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's opportunity, guys. Uh huh. That's a good point. Take her a stripper. <laughs> good God. And then you don't have, you don't have to have the other friend with the sign as a stripper too. She could also just be another person. Yeah. 
the oh, neighbor yeah. or something. So another someone or another nurse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or she could be like the friend that works with her at the. Well, now we're just going off of a weird tangent with this. Even though I said she's supposed to have a different, uh, different uh, occupation. That's fine. Okay, moving on. Yes. All right. How come these uh, aliens don't just fire on us the second they land? Like, I understand they're doing the whole countdown, giving yeah. us eight hours, six hours. Yeah. If you have the, it's like what we said in Battleship yeah. last week. If you have the ability to fire the metal balls, why don't you just do that from yeah. the get go? Why don't you just hit the second you, you if, touch if down? You're, if you're here to annihilate us. Yeah. Get to annihilating. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're hunting us. Yeah. You're destroying an entire city at a time. There's no yeah. game. There's no thrill of a hunt. See, this is what I gather from this because they're actually strategically putting all their place pieces on the board in spaces so they can take everyone out at once. Mm-hmm. But also, considering that fact, that means they only can attack once like with that major ability. So my guess is it takes that amount of time to charge up or make sure that happen oh, with their ships in order to do that. Beam. Yeah. I never thought of that. Okay, interesting. That one actually makes sense, Maestro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No, nothing. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Malcolm's got to get back to the White House now to... Oh, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Okay. Now, this is, this is another thing that was like, oh, come on. This, is, this was what, 90, 94? 96. 96? All right. Uh, as far as I know, there's no such thing as a mobile hotspot. Oh, <laughs> that's in my notes. <laughs> is it? Okay. He's got a laptop that connects to the internet somehow. His... his very Jewish father is driving him yeah. to the White House because right. we find out that his ex-wife is the – she's either the press secretary or yeah. the chief of staff or something. She's a high, high up in the, in, the, in the White House. Right. So he's going to use her connection to warn the president, hey, when this timer I discovered and the signal goes down, yeah. boom. So he pulls out in front of the White House, pulls up his laptop, which is giant and clunky and weird, but somehow still it's has a, It's a MacBook. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. 96 MacBook. Right. And he uses that to triangulate her coordinates inside the White House. Uh, <laughs> this seems like a really dangerous. If, if somebody can do that, the the, the presidency is not very secure. Yeah. Yes. A- and Goldblum says it's a phone book that lists everybody in the United States. No, there's some people who are unlisted. <laughs> yeah. And how, how? There's no. There. I'm sure some form of Wi-Fi may have existed back then, but not in the car as you're driving down the, no, the road. No. Well, people back in '96, they already had cars with phones. Yeah, but how do they connect if they had a phone? <laughs> what? How do you talk about car phone, like the big yeah. car phones that are mounted yeah, the in the center? Yeah, yeah, the one that actually you can so drive you, around. So you, and still you be able dial to up connection from the cell phone in the car. Still possible. <laughs> Have you seen? You seen hackers? Oh yeah. Oh dude, that'd be a good one for this show. Ooh, have you ever seen Angela Jolie? And a very young Angela yeah. Jolie and Johnny Five. Uh, what? Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah, the, the Indian guy. Yeah, the Indian oh. guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy in the movie. Time for me to punch the pillow. Yeah, <laughs> hit the sack. All right. That's the most inaccurate <laughs> portrayal of like how computers work in uh-huh. movies. Like, well, they have to visually show. They can't just show like one zero 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 one alpha yeah. alpha connect. Like they have yeah. to show these like crazy towers and effects. But that movie's pretty. It ridiculous. doesn't exist. I know. Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. Kind of like the technology in this movie, which I'm gonna get to later. Which I'll I don't try like to his prevent. computer. I really don't like his computer. It's, and, it, it's a weird. And we both have MacBooks. It's come a long way, Adam. Yeah. Tw- in twenty yeah. years, it's come a long. I'm pretty sure way. I, I cannot from here with Wi-Fi triangulate anybody's coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did go to MIT and he did understand a lot of this information. Right. It's as well. also ninety-six. Yes, where they already have that kind of availability. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I I like Goldblum's explanation of how he uh, figures out how the satellites work. 
So if yeah. you want to send a signal from here to here, right, the you can't. You miss. Sight. But you need to 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 re-coordinate with another group of satellites. Yeah, that was a good explanation, but that wasn't as good as the event horizon. I was going to say the that pencil yes. to the paper. That, that's that was pretty good. That's probably the best uh, science yeah. ex- explanation I've gotten so far. Thank you, Doctor Grant, or the DNA string. <laughs> oh, from <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's true. What you see here. All right. I'm John Hammond. Yeah. Who's uh, not in shackles at the end of these movies. We have a T-Rex. <laughs> they send the welcome wagon out. Yep. So I guess we're, we're to assume that they know Morse code. Because that's what they're flashing on the welcome wagon. I was wagon. wondering what that was. It's most likely Morse code. Because it, it wasn't like being in one straight line. It was jumping from back and forth and then doing lines up and down. It, was, it seemed super random. Because Morse code, you can do tap, 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 tap um, audio. But you can also visually do Morse code. Right. But that's, that's with one light source, though. Yeah. Yes. You like cover light... Razor. Well, yeah. There's this is a bunch of this is it, an LED screen going all crazy. No, it's not an LED screen. It's it's lights that they keep that they're turning off and on, off and on, off and on. Yeah. It's actual light bulbs turning off and on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that didn't work out so well. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got zapped. Yeah, they didn't like Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. Oh no, that's not how they Drop communicate. Your high beams. <laughs> that's that's not how they communicate. <laughs> they communicate. Yeah. You know, they send that sound out. You do. This on the show. That's gonna be the most annoying sound yeah. the entire time. All right, that's Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, they should have took the if they have intel knowing where every knowing about the White House and Washington D.C. and hey, the most important guy in this country lives there. They should have yeah. fired on the the White House immediately once they saw the president and Jeff Goldblum and his crew take off. Yeah. With yeah. that shitty defense secretary, dude. I fucking hate... 20 years later, I still hate that guy. The the bald guy? Yeah. 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 I, I recognize him from a lot of movies. Yeah, he's, he's in a lot of stuff. He's always like a slimy guy, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's always like a slimy, just sleazy, bad guy. Yeah. He's always a bad guy. Like, now that I think about it, he I, died recently. Oh, really? Like, a year or two ago, he oh, passed my. away. Or maybe it was this year. Mm. I, I do know he died recently. Mm. And I... This is probably the role I remember him the most for, Independence mm. Day. Okay, yeah, I would say that's right. So anyway, the uh, helicopter gets destroyed. Jeff Goldblum finally des- uh, decides or convinces the president that we need to get out of here. You got thirty minutes now uh-huh. uh, to before we all die. And then, so all right, they start escaping, and then they get in Air Force One. They get yeah, they get in the plane. They're flying away. Meanwhile, the, the crazy stripper chick is on the roof, <laughs> uh, trying to get now. Gay Fox, the friend. Yeah, there. Yeah, trying to get abducted somehow with her sign like "Take me." Right. And uh, then they open fire. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Oh, these effects are still cool. Yeah. Yes, they are. That where it's like it's, first it's like a regular beam, like hey, this is a target, and then huge pulse and just a complete annihilation Boom. for for miles in in, in, yeah. in direction. These things destroy whole cities. Yeah. Now, my problem with that, <laughs> seeing it now, uh-huh. the, the, there's a beam that comes down. It, it, it like hits the uh, uh-huh. whatever the Citibank building in, in L.A. Yeah. It blows that up floor by floor all the way down, hits the ground, and then it goes outwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> this is very controlled blast. Yes. Where it hits the ground and then changes direction and goes in outwards. Mm-hmm. Yes. If it was, I feel like it should just be a giant fucking crater in the middle of L.A. Well, based, based on the how how far that blast goes, mm-hmm. it doesn't go just out. It should go up and down as well. Well, that's assuming that you're basing upon the it actually having an actual like a physical object like hitting. Like a like a meteor or something like that. When right. it comes down to it, what if it was like a pulse? What if it had like a ripple effect? 
What if it? What if it was set up as not like a physical entity that actually hit the entity, a physical object that actually hits something? No, it's a laser. What? What makes you say it's a laser? Because <laughs> it's a beam coming from the ship. Yeah, but but what does it hit with? Is it a pulse? Is it a light? Is it sound? What is it? The, the way it seemed to me was like it's like a, a Star Trek phaser where you first it's on stun and uh-huh. while it's on they put it on. Uh, uh, shit, genocide. <laughs> like it goes from stun to genocide, and then it's <laughs> that that switch is a pulse that comes out and then hits and then it explodes and destroys everything. It doesn't hit out and explode. I think what it does is it hits something solid and then reverberates outwards like a ripple effect. Mm. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but then you're also remember this is alien technology. I, I guess like, they I don't, don't, their right. physics don't follow. Uh, same here as yeah. on Earth. The easiest way for, I would say, would be considering it based upon something that has to be followed through throughout the universe, which would be sight and sound, right? Yeah, but also the explosions do the same thing. On, on the spaceship, When the, uh, at the end, when it explodes, there's one beam that goes straight out, and it's not like a 360-degree explosion. It's all happening again on one line. Yes. What's with the directional blast? A blast is a blast. It's not, and then, oh, I go that way. My guess is based upon their energy core. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll text. Scroll text. Blue one. So everybody starts dying except for the dog. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> so Vivica Fox and her son and the dog are in this car, and she looks in her rearview mirror, and she sees just a wall of flame yeah. coming her way. So she's like, come on, we got to go. So they go into a tunnel, which I guess are fireproof or right. They, t- tunnels so they, won't be destroyed. This directional fire blast cannot turn that kind of corner. <laughs> To go, to go into a closet, but it can hit the ground and then turn right and go out. Well, no, it, here's the thing. It does enter the tunnel, but um, they leave the door open so the dog, Booster, I think the dog's name sure. is, whatever, Booster can come in the tunnel with them in that hidden yeah, door. that little hallway. So the dog jumps in right as the wall of fire passes them, and then it starts shaking like an earthquake, and the screen goes black, cut to next day, everything's destroyed. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you left that door open, the wall of flame also should have yes, entered that yes. room and obliterated everything in that room. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you don't look at the stuff when you're 12. Alien technology, you're... though. <laughs> oh, they keep, they're that precise on right, where fire goes? Exactly. See, my guess is if, this, if it went dark, that means the door must have closed. Uh, I feel like, no, but it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I got up too much on that. I feel like yes. she should be dead. She, yeah, she By leaving the door open, even if the door were to close, there's such high concentrated heat going through that tunnel. Yes, they should have still yes. blasted through that. The heat door. alone should have boiled their their skin off. Yeah, like the rock. What? Oh, the chemical, the, uh, the VX oh, gas. Yeah. That's true. I thought you were talking about uh, so is it, so is, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cocoa butter. Uh, it's, so the so the the dog survives, the stripper survives, the kid so, survives. Somehow the president's uh, wife that was in a plane while the explosion happened, uh, helicopter, helicopter that goes down, but she still survives somehow. Yeah, this Not is this, really. this, this uh, with no broken limbs, no fucking helicopter blade through the chest, nothing. She's just sitting there like, uh, help, yeah, help me. Don't worry, all the damage is internal. <laughs> what? <laughs> I see no problem with this. <laughs> that, that comes into play later, though. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, the next day, uh, the El Toro Air Base, which I Googled. It's in Irvine. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's oh. in Irvine. Uh, the El Toro Air Base, the Black Knights or the Space Knights, where the fuck Will Smith's crew is, right. they're going to launch an assault on that L.A. ship. Uh-huh. So they go up there, and uh, 
Harry Connick Jr., he's the annoying sidekick, so instantly I'm like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. Oh, I already saw his movie. But even as a kid, I was like, yeah, he's going to die. Yeah. Usually yeah. when there's like an annoying sidekick buddy, right. first to go. Yeah, and he's not like he's not funny enough that he's a comic relief, so yeah. which he could survive a little bit. He's right in the, right in between being funny and unmemorable. Yeah, and I don't care. Well, Harry Connick Jr. is a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He the standard styles like all, all the Sinatra stuff. Yeah, 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 man. Almost Michael Bublé ish. Almost Bublé ish. <laughs> Bublé. So they fire all their missiles at the L.A. ship. You find out there's a green. Uh, yeah. Force not field. an umbrella because Rihanna's not in this. Right. <laughs> it's a for, it's a force field. So this is from the cabin in the woods, people. Yeah. So they send out all their aliens send out all their little fighter jet pilot ships out. Yeah. And those have force fields too. Now th- this I think was my first introduction to force fields. Uh huh. S- seeing them on screen of any kind. Really. And it was like exactly what I pictured it would be from from like books or whatever or uh, uh-huh. any any kind of conception of what a force field is. Mm-hmm. This embodied. I was like, that's what I thought. How do they know? <laughs> what when like they got the technology perfect for force fields? They, they read my mind. Right. Hey Hollywood, did Stargate come out before or after? Stargate was before ninety four, okay. I think. Okay. No, and I never did Stargate. Was there a, was there a force field in Stargate? Yes. Ooh. There was. Yes. Who had the force field? Hmm? I think was it was Ra. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, that's right. There is a force field in there. Oh, okay. And it's the same guy directing mm. this movie, mm. too. But I, I don't think that's, like, his theme, though, force fields. <laughs> like, there's a force field in 2012 or anything. No. <laughs> so all, there's chaos. All all our ships get shot down, except for Will Smith and Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. And they're flying through the desert. They're trying to escape now. And Harry Connick Jr. dies. And right. Will Smith is... I don't know where they are. They're in some type of canyon. It's not the Grand Canyon, but they're in some type of canyon. Yeah. Or he's doing these crazy moves. And he launch, uh, he presses, he pulls something and a parachute flies out of the jet. Yeah. Well, the, the, those, those parachutes. How are does used, that work? Those parachutes are, are used when they're landing, like on a, uh, on, oh, on, a, on a carrier. On a carrier, yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's a couple ways that they stop because they have to stop really fast. Yeah. So they got that trip wire that the, the, the when the plane mm, comes down, yeah, yeah, there's a giant true. hook, grabs a wire. They also okay. put the parachutes in the back. To slow it down super fast. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess, what it's from. I, th- I didn't know you can launch it and then release it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's a, that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad design. Yeah. That covers the alien spaceship that's on them and then the spaceship crashes, uh, into the canyon. It flies up. Why did he have to crash his plane? <laughs> Why couldn't he have pulled up? I don't think he had time because they were approaching a wall. And there's, but, had- the, but the alien had time to pull up? I don't know. <laughs> well, the reason I feel like the reason why it happened like that is because um, some planes are just more aerodynamic and can make certain sharper turns than others. <laughs> I feel like you have a handbook of uh, responses <laughs> for ridiculous things in movies. Only when it comes to sci-fi. <laughs> Will Smith opens the spaceship that's crash landed, and then it's the famous uh, scene where all the tentacles are coming out, and he knocks the alien out. And he goes, yeah. "Welcome to Earth." If there's a force field, how is he? A- how is this thing able to crash into a canyon wall? First of all, oh, interesting. If it's supposed to be protected, and how is he able to open from the outside? If there's, in theory, a force field around, well, it? The, the the force field it only it's only designed to protect from missiles and bullets. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. Or, <laughs> come on. Because later on, Jeff Goldblum is able to put a, a can of Pepsi on the ship. Yeah. Which a bullet cannot then pass through. So yeah. it's it's a weird force field. It's a s- smart it, force field. It, mm. It's based upon a general. I pro- it's probably based upon um, uh, kinetic force. Okay. 
the but amount of <laughs> it, the basically the amount of uh, force projected towards the force field is deflected the same way. So you, if you did something slowly, like put something on it, you could get right onto it, no problem. But I think they did this in Stargate SG One too, by the way. <laughs> but I think crashing into a canyon wall would activate that's, the force that's field a lot of and protect it. Yeah, that is a lot of impact. True. But whatever. I Notice how the plane is still the the ship is still intact. Yeah. Now, now the, <laughs> that's true. Now this Good this one, uh, no, his ship's all banged up according to Will Smith. That's his thing. Uh-huh. Look at you, ship all banged up. Oh, who's the man? Or whatever he does. But uh, this, there's two parts in this movie where uh, characters get to say two taglines uh-huh. to their thing. Because he punches them, welcome to Earth. Then he sits down. Now, that's what I call a close encounter. Uh-huh. Like this, that's two one-liners based on the exact same thing. Yeah. Like uh, I feel like you got to spread those out a little bit. It seems like just lazy writing. Like or they, there's a bunch of taglines they wanted to use, but like uh, they couldn't decide, so they just picked out of a hat. We'll use this one. I'm like, and I'm like eh. you have a problem with writing this far into the movie? <laughs> what were you watching prior? <laughs> no, I just felt weird for them to have two of those one-liners. Then it becomes a two-liner. That's true. But anyway, uh, okay. Fox she finds a truck, uh, and she's gonna go looking for survivors in the LA wasteland. Which I don't know how the fuck there are survivors unless they all hid in a tunnel. Yeah. Right. Somehow. Lots of tunnels and helicopters over in that area. <laughs> <laughs> she does the thing where the keys are hidden in the uh, in the what is that? The oh shit dashboard. No, no, the, it's on the visor. The visor, yeah. which I've never seen anyone do. Only in the, movies. Only in movies. Only in I've movies. never seen anyone leave their keys. Who does? Up there. That's that's dumb. Yeah. Maybe if, in bait cars. If, if your first instinct in a movie is, I'd better check the visor, why would you want to leave them up there? Right. That's the same thing as putting a key under the mat outside your house. Yeah. Yeah. We see it in a movie, so it's, that's where people are going to look. Yeah. Maestro? Yes. You Sometimes they use a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts uh, looking for survivors. She finds the first lady and right. other random stragglers. And yeah. uh, the first lady, her chopper went down. She's perfectly fine. All her damages are internal. Right, exactly. I feel like that's not considered perfectly fine. Well, she, I mean, on the she outside. She doesn't look like, like she fell out of the sky in a helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither did Superman. He's a superhero! <laughs> no, I'm just doing that for the sake of doing that. All right. It almost reminds me of uh, Star Wars Episode Three, where Padme is giving birth to Anakin and yeah, Leia. Yeah. And the, the, sign, the doctor robot is like, there's nothing wrong with her, but she's dying. I almost feel like that's the same. <laughs> almost like she's lost the will to live. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she got the same uh, for prognosis. For a mother to lose her will to live while she's giving birth, that's a horrible mother. Yeah. You should want to live the most at that time. Yeah. Well, it's the prequels. No one uh, gives a shit about those movies. Right, true. Uh, so they're on the plane uh, with Jeff Goldblum and uh, the president, and they're talking to like, all right, well, and the dad. The, uh, the Jewish the, dad. The Jewish dad comes in. Oh, what about those aliens that you got over there at the Roswell thing? Roswell, New Mexico, yeah, the yeah. Area 51. Right, 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 guys, Area 51, right? And the president's like, well, sir, yeah, come on. regardless of what you may have read in the tabloids. Yeah, the president had an oh, come on moment. Oh, yeah. Come on. And then that sleazy defense secretary is like, well, that's not entirely accurate. Right. What? <laughs> hey, nice guy, point. remember the thing that fell out of the sky? Well, fuck, they're back. Shouldn't you have told someone? Right. Yes. Well, they asked that later. Robert Loge is like, shouldn't you have told someone? Yeah. It was on a need-to-know basis. Yeah. But plausible deniability. One th- one thing I did like in the movie was um, was uh, the president goes, how do you get funding for something like this? And the, the Jewish <laughs> dad is like, you don't really think it costs $20,000 to make a hammer right. or $30,000 $30, to make a toilet seat cover, do you? <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> 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 so they fly out to uh, New Mexico, yeah. Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One, and Will Smith is met up by Randy Quaid and a yep. bunch of other. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to call him white trash, but all the trailer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the trailer people, they fled. 
trailer people. Yeah, yeah, they all drove no, their trailers. Great. They left uh, their you little You called Mad Max. Yeah, it was, yeah, it looked that Ooh, scene yes. where they were all driving yeah. to Will Smith or Terminator like Salvation. Not Terminator, uh, Resident Evil Salvation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh huh. They pick up Will Smith and he says, "There's an air base down the way. Let's go." Yeah. And they he goes to the to the gate. This was so. Dumb. And they go. <laughs> the so guards dumb. at the gate are like, "Uh, you don't have clearance to enter, sir." And Will Smith is like, "Okay, come here." <laughs> come here and, he, and he lifts the the parachute that the aliens in. He goes, "There's my clearance." And yeah. the guy freaks out like, "What the fuck?" Right. He goes, "Open the gate." Yeah, let him through. Oh, oh um, so. <laughs> you, you're a guard at Area 51, and you don't know aliens right. are kept there? Or maybe he just never saw one. He just heard, hey, I hear in there they got some aliens. It's, yeah, it's possible. It's possible they just yeah. didn't have the clearance to actually see that, like you said. I mean, yeah. like, honestly, he's he just be a, a guy that's just yeah, like, just oh, yeah, to let these people in because of the car. Right. But also at the same time, he gets clearance. Uh, we'll, like, all right, let him in. He's got an alien. Also let in these thousands <laughs> of people behind <laughs> yes. him. All the people in the trailers. You're yeah. allowed to come in, too. Let's assume they all have aliens. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> each trailer has an alien. Right. Yeah. So this went from being a very secure place uh-huh. to not secure at all. Yep. That guy is fired. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Uh, I, I hope he died. Well, before Will Smith <laughs> and them get there, the president lands in Air Force One. Yeah. And Data from Star Trek. Brent he's, Spinner. He's Dr. Oaken. Do you, you ever watch Star Trek The Next Generation? Yeah, yeah. Data? Yeah, Brent Spinner. He's the, he's, that guy's hilarious. He's the Dr. Oaken with the long hair. Oh. The last 24 hours have been really exciting. Because he, he was on he was on the Nerdist uh, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious, that guy. He's also the French dude from Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, right. I did it. Yeah, he talked about that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Not so much anymore? <laughs> That's a bad movie. It's That's a- the one thing you reference. I know. Dude, well, where's my car? Well, it's Brent Spinner. He's good in all his movies. I know. He's data. That's the, He's that's, data. The, that's the thing. He's oh. data. Okay. All right. So they take the president and the crew down into the labs, and uh, they say, hey, look, these are the three aliens that crashed in the 50s. Yeah. This is uh, the ship from the 50s, which looks exactly like the ships that were just launched, which I'll yeah. get to later. I know you have a problem with this, Adam. Yeah. Make sure you may have a counter to this. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So um, they Will Smith then shows up, and they go, we got a live one, and they're going to set up uh, surgery to cut this alien open. Now- uh, data mentions they're built like us. They have soft flesh, right. and they can die from wounds similar to us. Yeah, the heat exposure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So why is there not 10 armed guards in that surgery room on the off chance that maybe this thing wakes up? If a bullet can kill it, I'm oh, sure true. 10 armed guards should have been in that room. Yeah. But whatever, I'll buy it. Or, okay. or that smoke from the Aliens movies, where you hit the button and the smoke comes to oh, yeah. kill out the Aliens. Because yeah. this is Aliens? Right. It's not the same movie. What, uh, oh, oh no, yeah, I don't know. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I got very confused by myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There should have been guards everywhere in that room. Oh, yeah. Ju- ju- just in the off chance. Hey, Will Smith, how, how, did you kill it? Uh, no, I just pu- not punched him. Yeah. Okay, so he's probably not dead then. Okay. I punched his exoskeleton um, suit in yes. the head and knocked him unconscious on the inside. Yeah. So um, that's, I a, want, that's a really, that's a hell of a cross. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Loja, I want. 30 of your best men in that room with, with these nerdy uh, scientists. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Like, nope, God. they have fee waivers. <laughs> Will Smith takes off. He's going to go look for Vivica Fox. Yeah. Uh, he, he has a hunch that he knows where she is in the fucking wasteland of L.A. I've got limited fuel in this chopper, but I think I know where she might be. Yeah. Well. Here's my big issue with this movie. Oh. Not my big issue. This is one of them. Okay. We, met, we touched on this in Battleship. Um, alien comes alive, kills the Doctor Oak. Yes, 
and he uses him because uh, they can't communicate. They use like yeah, they, they don't um, have telepathic waves yeah. to communicate. So he, the, uh, this was really cool. By that the way, that was amazing. The uh, uh, Data has a tentacle wrapped around his neck, and it's like release me. The president, such a... the president's trying to negotiate. Yeah, with like a fucking fighter pilot, like that, like he's not, <laughs> not even negotiating with like an admiral. He's just like, oh, that's true. He's huh? just like a pilot a he, soldier over he's here. He's like, we can, uh, we can do many things together. Yeah, you must die. Yeah. He's like, can, can there be peace? No peace. Yeah. What do you want us to do? Die. die. Yeah. And then he sends the telepathic wave to to Bill Pullman, and he's like, Aah! and Robert right. Loge is like, Does, is that glass bulletproof? No, sir. Right. And then they fucking pa pa pa, they take him out. What we what we don't know that we find out very soon is what the alien did was he shot a load of exposition into the president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it was the te- he was telepathically just filling his head with exposition, mm-hmm. so he can come right back to like, oh, I know what's everything's gonna happen. And Bill Pullman's like, <laughs> I saw what they're planning on doing. <laughs> They're coming to Earth. They're gonna they they use up all our natural resources. And they yeah. move on to the next planet. Why, why would you tell this guy your whole plan? Yeah, not good. Again, in Battleship last week, that's what happened too. Like, yeah, the the, the foot soldier. Uh-huh. I guess the foot soldier and these alien races know everything about the plan. Right. There's, there's no need to know bases in their yeah. ranks. <laughs> if if you go to Afghanistan or Iraq and ask just like the freshest recruit there, hey, what's happening? Do you think he's going to know the yeah. whole fucking mission? Like, I, I was told to come. I don't know. I was room. told to come here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the alien should also be. Hey, I was, I was just told to fly the ship and kill everyone. Yeah. I, I don't know mm, yeah. what's happening here. There is a possibility that the reason why he's <laughs> do, the alien did that to uh, Bill Pullman mm-hmm. is simply to um, um, basically uh, throw like whatever information to like knock him out or something like that because he's trying to communicate with them because mm-hmm. all the information that he was given has no effect if they win. Okay. Also, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a my show here. Um, <clears throat> it's possible because they all uh, com- communicate through tele, oh, tele- yeah. whatever, so they can read each telepathy. other's minds. Telepathy. They they all know the, all the plans for everything because oh, okay. they're all one. They're all linked to one yeah. brain almost. Okay, mm. that makes sense. Like the crag. What's the, the crag? The crang. Sorry, the crang. Oh, crang. Yeah. The Ninja Turtles villain. Yeah. The brain. Yeah, well, in the t in the TV show, they it's uh, aliens uh, called the Krang, and they're all like linked together. What dimension is he from? Trivia, Dimension huh? X. Dimension X. For my points, he gave me Ooh. no chance. <laughs> right, too slow, man. Too slow, dude. I thought you were going to use the Borg. I could have used the Borg. I mean, data's in it. You should have just the lob was there. Yeah, Slam oh. dunk at the Borg. They're all linked mentally to one mind. This mm-hmm. is true. I just didn't want to pull from the same uh, pool. Star Trek pool. Okay. <laughs> Spinner already took over that. Bill Pullman orders to nuke Houston. They think uh, they want to know if the the nuke can work. It doesn't. No, <laughs> the force field still uh, prevented a nuke from getting through. Will Smith finds <laughs> meanwhile Harrison Ford's flying around in the refrigerator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think the fridge can survive the, the alien, the Independence Day alien blast? Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, dude, it's fucking yeah. Harrison Ford, mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm. And then the game Fallout Three comes out. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they get married, Vivica Fox and Will Smith. Yeah, they decide to get married, and Bill, uh, Jeff, uh, uh, Goldblum, and his <laughs> yeah, his ex wife. Yeah, yeah. They kind of get a thing going when they're reading the right. The, the, well, well, what is well, it called? The vows. The, yeah, they start looking at each other like, oh, I miss but you. Before that, they they have a fight. There's a little, there's a little part of like backstory about for their lives, which we don't. Oh really, yeah, that's we, true. we don't really need. Yeah, we, we don't know. But he he ends up getting drunk because he's depressed because he's lost his wife and he's like all being all crazy like, oh fuck the world, man. And then his, his, it's his, all gonna end. And then his dad, Game over, like, man. 
And his dad comes in and is like, no, you got to relax. Get off yeah. the floor. You're going to catch a cold. Oh. <laughs> dad, you're the smartest man in the world. Yeah. Cold. Cold. Hmm. Cold virus. Yes. Oh. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Then he goes and he does his thing. He figures out. Okay. He sobers up quickly. Okay. <laughs> From drinking a whole bottle of whiskey. Sobers up to uh, now test his theory of the cold. Okay. Explain something to me. A 96 MacBook. <laughs> yes. Can link up with alien technology. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Let's. And it has an interface that's already pre-made for. There, okay. <laughs> yeah. There. There. There's a deleted scene that shows him tinkering with his MacBook and the the ship, and he keeps going. Ah. Oh. Oh. I got it. That's the code I need. Okay. But they cut that out. Okay. Is, is he pulling one of those uh, Hugh Jackmans from Swordfish? There's a scene in Swordfish where he's trying to figure out a code. He's kind of like, yes, yes, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. It's pretty much yes, that no. scene. Yeah. Ah! Look, we need to be on camera. I did a lot of weird things. Yeah, you did the you did the bullseye <laughs> moves, dude. <laughs> okay. Scary. So, okay, I'll I'll buy that this computer can somehow magically communicate with this technology. Yeah. How the fuck did he? If you want a computer to hook up to something, don't you need a cable? No, he's got the no. Wi-Fi. He's got what the magical the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Radio signal. Did he use a fucking RCA cable, a USB cable? Radio yeah. What signals. the fuck did he use to hook up to this jet? Good vibes, man. God damn it. <laughs> Good vibes. It's a radio signal. That's all they, that's all they used, right? Radio yeah. waves. Just that's, like, just how they found the radio waves first, right? In the very beginning? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, scroll text. Move mm-hmm. on. It's not that bad. It's not that far of a... Sh- okay. So right. th- this is the scene, Adam, where you said they put the coke can... And yeah, the, and the 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 guy fires, and it ricochets all over because the force field's still on. Right, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum uploads the virus into yep. this one jet, and then goes off. Cocan flies off. That's yep. the plan. They're gonna fly to the mothership. That's the plan. Yeah, in this in this fifty year old ship. Yep, and they're gonna go up there and infect the virus in the mainframe, which will buy enough time to put the force fields down. So they're gonna have everyone in yeah. the world. So they they can take down launch all, an offensive all, attack. All the chess pieces, take them out. While yeah. also destroying the mothership at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Now they're, they're trying. To, while they're trying to figure this out, they're like, "All right, uh, who's going to fly that thing? Nobody here knows how to fly that thing." Will Smith, uh, I've seen them fly, therefore I know how to control them now. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen them maneuver. I know how they maneuver. You don't know how to use the controls. I've seen Kobe play. I can't fucking replicate exactly, exactly. his moves. I've, I've I've seen how he can juke around. I'm pretty sure I can take over his body. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. No, actually, I think the better analogy would be, yeah, I've seen how he plays. He's hurt. I can fill in for him. Okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's better now. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> don't you love how fucking gung-ho America this movie is? Yeah. Yeah. Because no one in the world can think of anything. Because when they're, they when they send the Morse code, <laughs> the Brits like, oh, <laughs> we got a message from the Americans. Well, it's about bloody time they figured it out. I know. We were just sitting here waiting for them to save us. There's not a fucking Japanese scientist somewhere like, hey, what if we put a right. virus or, or a Russian scientist? No. It has to be America. Right. It has to be, it has to be Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, uh, 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 uh Goldblum. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here's my problem with their plan. I feel like this ship crashed in Roswell f- in, in the 50s, right? Right. Yeah. It's now, f- the ship's 40 years old, so it's 40-year-old technology. Right. Don't you think if they, wouldn't, like, their technology have advanced oh, the aliens? Don't you think they'd be like, hey, there's... Why is that 1950s right. model flying yeah, into our mothership? Why is that Model T coming into yeah. the Ferrari dealership? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the same thing. Like, like, like the, the technology did advance. You fly the exact same 
yeah fighter ship whatever i'll buy it it's fine <laughs> it's I'm, I'm i'm already invested this far yeah i'll buy it do you, oh what's your counter to that okay because um, me and adam both had problems with that <laughs> i i think it's based upon like who they are i mean all they do is just they like, go from one place to another place absorbing whatever they can and moving on they have no reason to upgrade themselves they're happy with the way they, where they are okay. so why would they change anything circumstantial okay move on interesting uh <laughs> dude Right before the speech, uh, we're, we're almost to the speech. We're almost there. We're almost yes. there. It's coming up. Um, oh, the whole movie, I'm just sitting like, is this? Uh, no, okay. <laughs> so, a more scenes, we'll yeah. get to the speech. So, Robert Loggia uh, or- orders a cannon to be installed on the ship, which will fire the nuke. And it's hooked up. To- how, 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 are, another thing. how are all these technologies talking to one another? Yeah, right. And also, how is it, if this ship got a new weapons upgrade... <laughs> And then get sent into outer space. Like, all right, this is a very- Hey, what's that thing on the side? <laughs> That's an old ship, and what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'll let it through. Bring it right up to me. <laughs> let it go right next to the king. Right right to the central command. <laughs> right. To the exact center of the ship where it do the most damage. Bring it on. And they only have 30 seconds. Right. Why, why do movies have- Why don't you give yourself 90 seconds? Give yourself extra time. What if something goes wrong? No, it's got to be the fucking 30 seconds. We're not yeah. calculating any errors. All right, Adam. The speech. It's just your remote detonating. That's yeah. it. Hit the mm-hmm. button, it's over. Yeah. Like an Armageddon, remote detonate. Right. Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Bruce Willis detonated himself because he's a man. Yeah. There was no timer. Uh-huh. He did it because he's a man. All right, Adam. Say that one more time. <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> We're at the speech. Yeah, we are. This is probably, probably, not probably. one of, if not the best speeches. Yeah. Yes. Ever given by anyone in uh, any I'd, movie. I'd go further and say the best piece of monologue <laughs> from uh, any movie of all time. Yeah. Not, not even just a speech, just a, a, a monologue. This should be done, performed in schools. Obama should be saying yes. speeches like this, right? Who's the writer? Who's, who's the writer for this movie? He needs he needs to be uh, <laughs> on the presidential campaign. <laughs> oh, for Hillary and yeah, Jeb Bush? Right. Write their speeches? Absolutely. This speech is awesome, dude. I... Watching the speech, it gave me chills again. Absolutely, like, I got emotional. Wow. Yeah. It was more than chills. Like, I, I felt the, the bubble in the throat, and like, oh, I've seen it so many times, but it's, uh-huh. still, it's still fucking powerful, man. Mm-hmm. The speech at at the end, he goes, "We will not go quietly into the night. Yeah. We will not vanish without a fight. We're, We're going to live on. on. We're going to survive." Today, we celebrate our Independence Day, and the whole fucking place goes nuts. You have that one extra hardcore saluting the fucking right. president. Yeah. All fucking hardcore intense. Like, fuck yeah, America. Yeah. Love the Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> Why would this underground facility have a launch tunnel? Did they really Good think point. in the 50s that this, they were going to get this thing on and start flying it around? Yes. Whatever. Maybe that's the tunnel. That was the. Fr- that's how they started building this uh, Area 51. Big tunnel down, and then build the thing that way. Oh, uh, okay. We gotta bring that tunnel down. I nah, leave it there. <laughs> Be a skylight. Maybe. <laughs> so the president, he is an ex-pilot, uh, so he decides to right. fly out there with which uh, they mentioned at the, the beginning pilots. of the movie. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Which is convenient. Because he's a badass dude. Yeah. And Harrison Ford in Air Force One, he used to be a pilot too. Yeah. Which is why he's kicking ass in that fucking right. movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, prior to this, I forgot to mention, they're out of pilots. 
So they're asking all the the hicks, hey, does anybody know how to fly yeah. planes? So they recruit Randy Quaid. Oh, people. Yeah, they recruit Randy Quaid and yeah. the guy with the mullet and all these other guys to fly. Yeah. So they teach them in, what, two hours how to fly a fucking jet? Like a, a, yep. a $100 million jet. Yeah. Yes. And then Randy Quaid gets in. The first thing he does is almost blow himself <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he fucks up the <laughs> missile launch. All right, let's see. Let me press this button. Beep. Missile armed. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Disarmed. Oh, yeah. I quit. I picked the hell of a day to quit drinking. <laughs> So they, um, so the package, the virus is to be delivered in the mothership. They fly up there. They get let in, even though whatever, it's a 50 year old ship. Yeah. And they go, they get, no, a beam pulls them in right. and it leads them into the, the kind of tractor beam. Like, oh good. I was hoping this was going to happen. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> That's part of the plan? Yeah. Like it's happened in two. Tell of the Bill... pilot what the plan is. <laughs> it's happened in two of the Bill Pullman's movies. Oh, Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yes. Yeah. There's a tractor beam at Spaceballs that pulls them in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good call, Maestro. Yeah, I forgot about that. So <laughs> they're in there and um, they're stuck there. So Jeff Goldblum, you know, they upload the virus and um, virus has been uploaded. Right. Package has been delivered. President fires a, a missile at the ship right. force field. And everyone's like, all right, pull back. Yeah, that over. didn't work. Game over, man. <laughs> Game over, man. <laughs> and then he goes, I want another shot at him. Yeah. And then Pullman flies faster than everybody, and he fires the missile, and boom, contact. Yeah. So boom. it's all fucking, it's game it. on. Game on, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and Robert Lozier says, they're on to us. They'll, they'll arrive at our base in 26 minutes. Right. I feel like if this ship on Earth has figured it out, they would have told the mothership, hey, be on the lookout. For a 50-year-old ship from Earth <laughs> coming your way. Yeah. There might be someone in there that's not us. Yeah. yeah. Just be on a lookout. Because yeah. we're heading over to their base to take them out right now. Right. And <laughs> the Jeff Goldblum's girlfriend is like, um, will we be protected if that thing hits us? Oh, yeah. We're under a mountain and rock and stuff. What about the people outside? And the guy's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you didn't think of bringing the innocents <laughs> in in case something went wrong? Right. There's a fucking massive battle above your head. Hey, fuck them. Just leave them out there. Yeah. They'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Don't At the same time, them. though, you're not thinking of, of that. Oh, whatever. Who cares? It was bad. Bad yeah. call. Bad call. Okay. Thank and, you for protecting for me. Okay. Or, yeah. <laughs> okay. How is his MacBook now linking to the mothership? Right. What fucking cable did he use? That then? was Wi-Fi. That was, that, that was, he's like, oh, looking for host. Contacting host. Oh, okay. That's right. Communicating fuck. with host. That's right. Like, all right. I forgot about that. So they have Wi-Fi, which we have. We he has the encryption codes to connect with alien Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be different codes. Have you ever had a virus on your computer where where once it's uploaded, there's a skull that goes. Ah, ah, no. ah, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have. And and, yeah. and and no matter what you're transferring from one computer <laughs> to the next, it doesn't tell you what it's transferring. It says copying files. Yeah. This one said uploading virus. <laughs> He, unless he labeled the file virus. Yes, exactly. And that's a bad move for the aliens. <laughs> what, what's happening? We got incoming transmission. What is this yeah, called? I feel it's like called the, the virus. Yeah. Can't, Fuck. Uh, shut that shit up. <laughs> I think the IT department would have been like, hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil. Phil, what's with, the, what's with this uh, uh, thing called virus? I don't know. That 50-year-old ship's doing it. <laughs> hey, aren't they fighting us now? Do you think there's a connection? Yeah, it's also ah, called Crossbones uh, logo on it. Uh, I feel like this is not good. Huh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we should get our manager involved with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill, get in here. I think about this virus thing. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you think we should pull the plug? I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe Dave just uploaded the wrong file. Right. What well, name? Just going around again. <laughs> Dave. Why? Why are these in English? Well. It, well, it is. <laughs> 
was about, I was about to go with this as a birthday present for like Phil or something. Oh, <laughs> oh god. So <laughs> the virus is uploaded. Virus has been uploaded, and uh, they're, they're, they're stuck. They're stuck. Like they're, the, the they, hook that's holding their ship. Yeah, they've been clamped in. Some uh, I don't know why. So the alien in center command figures out that that's not them. Yeah, because he calls three other ships to to meet up. Right, and uh, they're gonna Goldblum and Will Smith who's there. Like, well, I think that's it. Let's light up these victory cigars because I think we're gonna die. Up yeah, here. it's over. It's over. Fat lady singing. Yeah, with the fat lady. Your obsession with the fat lady. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, once the virus has been su- successfully uploaded, you get the skull. The ha 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 ha. They fire the nuke into Central Command. Right. And then the I guess by firing through Central Command, it let go of the hook. The, it it yeah fucked with their computers where the hook got um, right. it, it passed by the unlock lever. Yeah. On its way to the <laughs> yeah. uh, thing. So now they got thirty seconds to haul ass to get out of there. Right. And th- that's when Jeff Goldblum's like. Uh, Oh, Will Smith goes, I didn't hear no fat lady. You're, you have this obsession with a fat, yeah. lady. <laughs> the fat lady. And then Jeff Goldblum does a line from Jurassic Park. Must go faster. Must go faster. Uh, that's right. Do you, do, you remember, ah! do you remember Jurassic Park? Yes. When the when T-Rex the is chasing him in the Jeep? Yeah. He's like, must go faster. Yeah. Why wouldn't you close the door to the mothership the second you think, hey, I think those are humans in there? True. Why are you only closing the doors once they're taken off? And why is it open in the first place? Yeah. It should always be closed. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's coming in. Open it up. Close. All right, they're inside. Close it. To, well, to my left is a door, and yeah. it is not open. It's closed. It is closed because we don't want anyone coming in. Right. Or sound. If, if someone arrives, we then open the door and let them in. Right. We're not going to leave the door open until they leave. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that may happen to be. But whatever. Yeah. Move they have on. a force field, remember? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn it. Damn it, Maestro. <laughs> so anyway, back on Earth. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're now they're firing. They're trying to destroy everything. They uh the now they're right over Area Fifty One now and they're about to they get the things already generating up yeah the, the light the, source the the beam comes out of its shell right and uh Pullman fires his last missile and it hits the edge of it right um, misses so misses the actual laser part. everyone's out of missiles right does anybody have any missiles left and you see cousin Eddie just yeah. fly out of nowhere sorry I'm late Mr so I got President up. <laughs> <laughs> pilot identify yourself who fuck who fucking cares who he is? Yeah, fire yeah. the fucking missile. Yeah, his his identity is carrying a missile. Yeah, that is his identity. <laughs> Russell T. Kate, sir. Yeah. All right, buddy, do your thing. Lock and loaded. Yeah. Fox twenty two. Yeah. Fire, and it's like eh, 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 malfunction. The thing he fucked up with earlier. Yeah. Bit him in the ass. Uh. So he f- tries again. Foxtrot two. Fire. Eh, eh, yeah. eh. It won't go. Nope. Then he decides to make the ultimate sacrifice. Right. Do your favor. Tell my kids that I love them. And then the son freaks out, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, he's going to rush into the control room, and that's going to yeah. stop his dad somehow? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> but, yeah. And then here's the second part. He gets two taglines for this for this part. Uh-huh. Where, where uh, Russell Quaid, or whatever, Quaid guy, he's, he's lining up, and uh, let's see, I wrote down this, what he said. He said, uh, in the vernacular of, of, of my generation, up yours. yours. And then he zooms out, comes back into again for a second tagline. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, boys. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm back. back. Kaboom. Yeah. And that destroys the entire ship. Yeah. <laughs> you have a problem with that? I, I, I thought I was going to, but the more I think about it, it's fine. It makes sense. Because the, the way I'm thinking about it, that, all the power from the ship is being channeled into to that one, one area. central area. So, so if you like, take that out. That, that it has to go back out somewhere. Yeah. So it goes back out to the entire ship. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Tell me why that's wrong, though, Maestro. <laughs> okay. Flip it around. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Uh <laughs> 
I was expecting this. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, if you were to hit that um, laser beam, the pulse would have just taken the bottom part out only, unless, of course, the the way it was the way it works for the the laser from earlier. Which means that um, the top portion of the ship should be remain intact. I thought it was <laughs> because the green light was already out. It was ready to fire. So when he went up that hole, it was in the midst of sending the beam out. But then by it redirected the beam back inwards into the ship. That was my mentality. Oh, okay. I don't know. Or just hmm. like the ship got blue balls and destroyed yeah. itself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that that would make well. The thing about it this way is, if it was supposed to be redirected, how? I mean, if it's a laser, a form of light, it had to be reflected off, right? Or it would have gone straight through, like a mat, like something matte. It would just gone straight through, right? Mm-hmm. So, considering the plane is not reflective, wouldn't it have actually just gone straight through the plane? If if you are about to uh, spit something out of your mouth. Yes. And then I put my finger in your mouth. Yes. That's going to explode in all over the place. It's not going to come out of me anymore. This is the Bugs Bunny thing. Yeah. Bugs Bunny puts his finger in the barrel of uh, Elmer Fudd's shotgun, mm-hmm. and the shotgun explodes backwards on him. That, that's, that's, the, that's the Acme version. That doesn't really happen. Yeah, I know, but that's what You happens. just get a really wet finger. I have an even better analogy. All right. If you put a fire crackers in the pom- in the pom- uh, on the top of your hand, and yeah. it goes off, you burn your hand. But if you... Close your hand with firecrackers. Your wife's gonna have to feed you stew the rest of your life. What does he say in Armageddon? That yeah, scientist, yeah. That's where that's he says you have was. to drill into the asteroid. Right. Yeah. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to remember where that came yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wife's gonna be, yeah, man. <laughs> Bruce Willis. So the, <laughs> so they get the ship destroyed. The nuke goes off, and Will, uh, Will Smith and Jeff uh, Goldblum, right. they uh, they disappear in the white light, and they crash to Earth, and everybody's like, yeah. Wait, first, first, when. The 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 spaceship is right on top of Area Fifty One. Yes, and then they destroy it. Mm-hmm. Should it not then fall down <laughs> on top of Area Fifty One? Yeah, it and should. It'll kill everybody inside, or at least trap them underground. Yeah, it's, no, they, but it, it, it somehow it's, it's like, oh, we're destroyed. Let's get out of here. <laughs> they hit the gas and they start flo- flying away as they're falling, instead of falling on the target. They were in a hover position. Mm-hmm. They had stopped moving. <laughs> So if they if they, if the ship blows up, it stops hovering straight down. Game over, man. Unless the ship broke in half. No, it shows. I the, don't know. Uh, I think it shows the the ship kind of sideways in the ground yeah. later. I don't know. Yeah, but everyone here, if they want to survive somehow, yeah, they should have all died. <laughs> well, uh, that yeah, the pre- <laughs> the president and his uh, everybody's happy in the in the base and. Uh, they go outside the base and they see Will Smith and Jeff uh, Goldblum walking yeah. out mm-hmm. with their. They don't have their victory cigars. They're they just, do. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah. they're just walking. Yeah, his dad comes up. What? This is healthy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, your Chinook? Yeah, yeah, Schmuck. Uh, so then, yeah, that's that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, Jeff. Go- uh, the president finally respects Jeff Goldblum. Right. He goes, "Good job, whatever your name is." Yeah, not bad. Not, yeah, not, <laughs> not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. Then it then you uh, Will Smith goes. Didn't I tell you I promise you fireworks? Right. And it's all the remnants of the mothership coming into Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Which again, like Battleship, I feel like the home plan is going to be like, hey, what happened to those guys we sent? Right. <laughs> Let, let's go back. Right. Now this that that's not Jaden, right? His son. No. But that is his. He's the kid from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. Different son of his. Yeah, he's yes. Uncle Phil's son. Right. So his cousin in the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not that that matters. Well, 
That's it. That was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we don't have any credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, critics. Do you By want the to... way, uh, people that are giving reviews, uh-huh. take a note from our uh, our fan earlier. That's the way to give a positive review. The way he laid it out, that, that was a brilliant review. Oh, where he disagrees with everything I say? Yeah. Okay. But it was concise. It was good. <laughs> it, it's like nice. he, he said he liked it, and it was it was all like positive upbeat. Okay. Some of these good reviews are like, it was cool. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, that's not a positive review. Okay. So do you want to hear good reviews yeah. first? Let's see how they stack up against our, uh, our buddy there. Okay. Jonathan Rosenbaum of the Chicago Reader says, The earnestness, the effects, and the notion of a whole world forgetting its differences to defeat a common foe carry a certain charm. Okay. Kim Newman of Empire says, Like 2001, A Space Odyssey, Star Wars, and Jurassic Park, it ups the special effects stakes and gets closer to putting on screen the images you've had in your mind while reading epic sci-fi. Ooh, that was that thing I said about the force field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Clark of USA Today said, A rousing state-of-the-art cartoon capped by an aerial combat climax. That, to its credit, isn't anticlimactic. See, that doesn't sound positive. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound... No. Uh... Okay. Bad reviews now. <laughs> Rita Kempley of the Washington Post says, maybe the movie maker's mission was to boldly go where everyone in Hollywood has gone before. <laughs> the bank. Uh. Dance, uh, David Sterrett of the Christian Science Monitor. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> the action is fast, furious, and loaded with explosive effects, but the theme is a regrettable return to the us-against-them paranoia that dominated much science fiction in the Cold War era. Yeah. Us-versus-them paranoia. That's how it would be if it was aliens. Yeah. All right. Uh, Roger Ebert, Chicago, Tun- Chicago Sun-Times says... Whoa, negative? Mm-hmm. Uh... The aliens, when we finally see them, are a serious disappointment. Couldn't they think of anything more interesting than octopus men? Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's the first time we had tentacle aliens, right? For our like, least American film, no? Mm, tentacles? Yes. Well, the face grabbers... No, those aren't... Nope. Those aren't tentacles. <laughs> no, those are limbs. Tentacles, tentacles, tentacles. You might be right. I don't know. Mm. Now it's time for Rotten like, Tomatoes. Wasn't there some sort of like Octoshark? I feel like there's probably... That happened some... afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Now it's time for Rotten Tomatoes. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60 to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do critics first. Okay, the tomato uh, meter. I feel like they, there's not a whole lot you can complain about with this. Uh, 81. Okay. Maestro? I'm going to go for um, 60%. Whoa. It is barely fresh. Whoa. In the eyes of what, 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 what's, what are you missing in this movie? It's, well, got, it's got everything you would ask for from a movie like this. Well, we did say a lot of fucking shit about this movie. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but still. But we have no credentials, But dude. it was still a good movie. Yeah. Even with all that shit, I would still watch it again. Okay. Audience now. Maybe they'll think differently. Uh, yes. This, this, this is one of those I feel like if you say out loud you don't like this movie, you're, you're like you're a heretic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I, I would uh, 85. Okay. 65. 75%. Mm. So fresh. Oh, right between the two of us. Yeah. Yep. I want to introduce a new segment to the show. Okay. Called Ooh. Bruce Willis wasn't in this. <laughs> Actually, he was considering you two. If there are new listeners to the show, you might have guessed by now that Adam really loves Bruce Willis. So, guys, what? <laughs> That's brilliant. What role would Bruce Willis have played if he was in this? The oh, president? Oh wow! No. Ooh. 
Well, I hold would... on. This is 96 Bruce Willis, so he's still... This is still a year before Die Hard with a Vengeance. So he's still in action mode where he can still kick some ass. Ooh, interesting. Would he even be in this? You don't have to agree that he would be in this. It's just Would there be a role for him in this movie? Oh, uh, no. I don't think there would be. Maybe the general. Oh, Robert Loja? Yeah. He was a general in the, the siege. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And he still had hair in no, 96. No, can Is your mic on? It's on. Check the mic first. Don't fucking put it again. Better? Yeah, there I go. Oh. That was weird. All right. Scroll um, text. Move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Hmm. I, oh, man. I guess he could I stumped you with the first fucking sec- I guess, time I yeah, used this segment. General, general. Do you general. want me to help you out with this? Yeah, okay, please. My sure. Okay. Considering that he was also, um, considering that he's younger at the time, being a general would be really difficult to be at his age. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he definitely could be a pilot. He definitely could be some sort of lieutenant that was going around in the area. I would have or... loved to seen him as Quaid. <laughs> the drunk. Yeah. Him being all like, <laughs> he could do this yelling stuff perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. The aliens, they've adopted me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. He's not, he has a new dream now for the new, um. Because he can do the comedy. New, yeah. Well, kind of. Death becomes her. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, that kind of depressed me, really, the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Trivia. This is the part of the show where I like to give out little pieces of facts about the movie they may not know about. Uh, the president's speech was filmed on August 6, 1995, in front of an old airplane hangar. The hangar once housed the Enola Gay, which mm. dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima exactly 50 years prior on August 6, 1945. Interesting. So that badass speech was filmed exactly 50 years to the day before we dropped the bomb on Jap- Japan at the same base that the bomb was held in. Isn't that fucking badass, dude? How that, American can you be? Right, yeah, but that feels weird, though. And surprisingly morbid and depressing. Hey, right. That, I, I go more morbid than anything else with that. <laughs> Like yeah, fuck you, Japanese. That's what I was like. What? That's that's wow. Oh, that seems insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> James Brown's distinctive scream, "Wow!" was used as a sound effect for the alien energy beam backfiring as Russell's plane crashes into the giant alien weapon. Are you serious? So if you, you so serious? if you watch that again and you see the plane go in right before the beam's gonna go, yeah. I guess there's a wow. Like are you a, a so, James Brown scream? So are you? T- <laughs> so are you telling me? <laughs> I'm reading. I got the facts. <laughs> All the from aliens IMDb. are fans of James Brown. <laughs> Maybe it was Russell the Quaid guy yelling as like, "I'm back!" Yeah! Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that is so random. Yeah. Well, it's not taken literally in the movie. I'm sure that's what the. Uh, I'm sure that's what the sound effects crew used. Oh, they the sorted. It's it not like yeah. It's not. Uh, it's okay. not taking like James Brown's voice. Okay, that, yeah, that's because uh, like the TARDIS in Doctor Who. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a a piece of metal being put against a piano string. Yeah. I'm a fire in my laser. Boom. Yeah, yeah that's okay. distorted. To... Yeah, that's folly. Folly artists. Yeah, they'll tap a like a fork on a wooden thing to create a sound. It's the same thing. Same idea. Except with James Brown. <laughs> with James Brown's voice. <laughs> the White House, which exploded, was built at one twelfth scale just to be blown up, although it was also used in one other shot when David and Julia stopped the car in front of the White House. Nine cameras filmed the explosion at various speeds, one of which was 12 times faster than normal. 
then played back at normal speed to make the explosion seem larger and slower on film. Mm. The scene in which Will Smith drags the unconscious alien across the desert was filmed on the salt flats near Great Salt Lake in Utah. Smith's line, and what the hell is that smell, was unscripted. <laughs> Great Salt Lake is home to tiny crustaceans called brine shrimp. When they die, the bodies sink to the bottom of the lake, which isn't very deep, and decompose. When the wind kicks up just right, the bottom mud is disturbed, and the smell of millions of decaying brine shrimp can be very, very bad. Apparently, nobody warned Will Smith about this. Oh. Uh, stats. We want to put this film into perspective with other more successful films that were released this year, so we can get a feel of how well financially it held up to its peers. Budget of this movie... Independence Day 1996 was $75 million in 1996 dollars. $75 hmm. million. Dollars. That seems okay. lighter than I thought it would have been. How much money do you think it grossed worldwide? Ooh. This is a world movie. No, it's not. It's an American movie. Uh, <laughs> but it was released worldwide. Yeah. Uh, 300. Okay. Ooh, that's Maestro. tough. If it's from a 70, I'll go for 200. In the U.S., it grossed three hundred and six point one wow. million. Overseas, it grossed five hundred and eleven point two million, bringing its worldwide gross to eight hundred and seventeen point four million dollars. Damn, that's a successful movie. Yep, and they're just now making a sequel. Mm-hmm. Christ, I feel years like later. I feel like it's a good idea to make it this many many years later because now you can re uh, uh re cash in on some movie that's been like. Almost forgotten over time. And everyone's back except Will Smith. Yeah, too big. Yeah. Uh, this film <laughs> debuted in first... Oh, no. The daughter is not back. The president's daughter, the little girl, mm -hmm. she's not back from the original character. And uh, Anna, Anna Kendrick was really pissed off about it. She took to Twitter, like, what's oh. wrong with this girl? She's a great actress or whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of July 19th. No, of course. It's July 5th, <laughs> 1996, 4th of July weekend. <laughs> This is a, a winter movie. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> December. Uh, it debuted in first place on the weekend of July 5th, 1996 with $50.2 million. Mm. Look at the Murderer's Row lineup of other movies released on the same weekend. These were your options uh -oh. this weekend. Number two was The Nutty Professor. Okay. Number five was Eraser. Number six Ooh. was The Rock. Number eight oh. was Twister. And number nine was Mission Impossible. Oh! That's like a sick... Well, hey, That's, wh yeah. hey what do we watch? Uh, fuck. I don't know. All of them. <laughs> You watched all the movies. And back in 96, what was the ticket price? Like six bucks? Yeah. Maybe five? Even even still, you, just, you do that thing where you, you schedule it out. Mm -hmm. At 4 p.m. is this movie. By the time it gets out, I can go <laughs> to stage number six and stage six. Whatever, theater six. Yeah. What's the mo Have you ever done that? Yeah. How, what, what's the max number of movies you did? Four. Four? Shit, I don't even One was like the big release of the weekend. Okay. And the other three were like shitty little whatever movies that they wouldn't put a person at the door to yeah. ask for your ticket. I, I, I saw Four Christmases, The Hulk, and <laughs> one other one. I don't remember that same time. Like it was like I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it drains you, dude. Yeah, it does. According to Box Office Mojo, Adam. Uh oh. Oh. Uh, if you're new to the show on Box Office Mojo, they have these weird, strange categories. Uh, that like for an example, um, Battleship was, uh, the category War was game? highest grossing game based on a toy. And, yeah. You know, things like that. Super specific. <laughs> yeah, super specific. So Adam always trips so out number on Number two in the category of Will Smith alien movies themed around holidays. No. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, this is the fifth highest grossing film in sci-fi slash alien invasion. Number okay. one is The Avengers. What? 
And number two through four are three Transformers movies. Oh, uh, no. What about Attack of Mars? Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. They didn't make as much as this. Oh, I get uh. it. But that had a huge cast, too. Yeah. That doesn't mean it was very good. That's true. So check this out. Jack Nicholson. One more, one more thing. Okay. Make sure. Real quick. Yeah. Um, then, then you could say, this was the highest grossing film of 1996. Three oh, wow. spoilers alumni films finished in the top 100 that year. Ooh. The Rock finished at number seven. Jingle All the Way finished at 22. <laughs> and The Island of Dr. Moreau finished at 55. Wow. You were saying, Maestro? There's a little fun fact about the new sequel coming up. Okay. Um, one of the characters that you thought died in the first movie is actually still alive. It's not Quaid, is it? I can't say. What, you wrote the script? No. <laughs> well, I want you guys to look for it. Oh. Well, not while we're recording. Yeah. We'll get back to you guys on was that. Was it the wife? No. I think it was the wife. No. The aliens? It was the aliens. <laughs> it was the aliens then. <laughs> Adam. Harry Connor Jr. <laughs> this movie's available on iTunes and Amazon. Oh, nice. If you're going to check it out on iTunes or Amazon, go to our webpage first. We've got some banners on the side of the page there. Click on it before you go anything. Before you go to Amazon, it'll take you there. Uh, it won't cost you anything extra, but it gives us credit for anything that you buy. So it's a way to support the show without paying anything extra. Also, if you have any requests or anything, uh, spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com. I'll get to that. Oh. Uh, next week, we're not sure what we're doing yet. We're probably going to go back into the requests from uh, Sea Salt. Now we got the spoilies, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Spoilies. Yeah. Second annual? Second, no. Uh, second, the Spoilies Part 2. Right. Since it's a movie podcast. It's called the, Part 2. Part 2. <laughs> like Judgment Day. Spoilies Part 2, <laughs> Judgment Day. <laughs> it's, it's our uh, recap show where we look over the past uh, 25 movies we've done. Uh, we, I'll get into it why it's 25 once we actually record the show. Yeah. But uh, this was 1996's Independence Day, directed by Roland Emmerich. If you want to contact us, check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers, and check out the other shows on the network as well. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spoilerpodcast. Write to us via email, like Adam mentioned, at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Yeah. This week, why don't you tell us your favorite movies based around the holidays? Spoilers. Any holiday. Fourth of July, Thanksgiving. Mm. I already said before Christmas is. Yeah. <laughs> Which we reviewed on the podcast. Yes. Uh, well ago. Thanksgiving, Halloween. Yeah. yeah. All those holidays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised though. Yeah, There's not very many things. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, is the, is the holiday for the Day of the Ninja actually considered a holiday now or no? I don't know. Ooh, would that be a Crouching Tiger movie then? No, 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 no. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Yeah. So, until next time, we bid you adieu. Watch that speech again. Yeah. I'm going to check out that James Brown thing right now. And have a have a safe 4th of July. Don't blow your hand up. Yes. <laughs> well, you got to keep your hand open then. Yeah. Yeah. You have to lay it on, on the... How on about you don't hand. put a firecracker in your hand? Yeah. Let's <laughs> try it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Until next time, guys. This is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs>